0: It's Mile High Wet Magazine. Welcome in. I am Murphy Houston. Happy Sunday to all. Hope your family is doing well and you're wearing your mask and enjoying some time together. It's all important stuff. And stay separated best you can. Today we're talking to a friend of ours, Liz Lambert, who's communication manager of iTalent, which is a a blood donation situation. And Liz, I know you need some help. That's why we're here today. But how are you doing?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you?
0: Well, we're doing fine. We're doing... I've had my two shots, so I guess I'm... I'm Doing okay. It's, Great. It's, yeah, it's a good feeling, that's for sure. So let's talk about how the pandemic has really affected blood donation, and in particular, you guys over there at Vitalant.
1: Yeah, so blood donors um, often come out to the blood drive at their school or their place of work, their place of worship. A lot of those places aren't currently gathering for obvious reasons with the pandemic. And so the number of opportunities for people to donate blood has become a lot more restrictive um, there are donation centers all around the metro area uh, vitalant has uh, nine of them uh, in the metro area colorado springs and now in Greeley. Um, but those blood drives really are where we get out in the community and so um, you know that had an effect right off the bat as the pandemic started Um, getting that awareness out because blood donation is needed every day. There's a limited shelf life for blood and those products, um, you know, need to be used. They can't just be stockpiled and held for a year. Um, And so, um, getting people in the door was, was really the initial challenge. Um, people have been very generous, um, looking for something to do throughout the pandemic. Sure. So that has been great to see people coming to these donation centers and to the community blood drives that have still been able to operate. Um, but we just need to remind people that that need is always there and blood has to come from volunteer donors to be transfused into those patients who need it every day.
0: Well, let's talk about some of those needs for blood donation. People may not even be aware of what do you need. What are you looking for?
1: So there are needs that happen every day in hospitals, um, ongoing needs, and the more um, you know, acute things like uh, car accidents and shootings, where you've you've need a lot of blood to help in an emergency. Um, but the everyday um, blood needs, I think, are what people don't realize are happening all the time. A lot of cancer patients rely on blood and platelet transfusions uh, and donations um, on a regular basis, sometimes even weekly. Um, March is also a Bleeding Disorders Awareness Month. Um, and so 3.2 million Americans are affected by von Willebrand disease. Um, it's uh, bleeding disorders are an issue where your blood doesn't clot like it should. And um In addition to that, hemophilia is another reason people that might need blood transfusions on a regular basis. That's affecting about 33,000 people in the U.S. Um, You know, these are the kinds of things that don't get a lot of attention. You know, they're they're not, um, you know, when you have an event that gets news headlines, uh, people think about blood donation. But these are all the things that are going on behind the scenes.
0: And like you just said a little while ago, it's ongoing. It doesn't end any day, does it?
1: No, I mean, one patient could receive uh, hundreds of units of blood products over the course of their life or even in one sitting. It just depends on the situation. Um, and again, you know, it's the blood on the shelf that helps. Um, it, you can't wait for it. You know, it takes about two days by the time a person donates the blood, it's um, divided into its separate components, it's tested, and goes through all of the processes necessary to release it to the patient. So we always have to work ahead of that need, and you can't always anticipate that need.
0: Now, and who's eligible to donate? Are there certain uh, uh, physical conditioning, certain age groups? How does that work?
1: If you are age 16 or older, um, there are a list of eligibility requirements on our website. Um, That's pretty extensive. Um, You know, it does... um, require you to be well and healthy. That's kind of the biggest thing. Um, And just because you have a certain health condition doesn't necessarily preclude you from donating blood. For example, there are people who have diabetes, but their diabetes is under control. um, And so they are able to donate. Uh, People with high blood pressure who have their blood pressure controlled by medication they are still able to donate. So I think a lot of people just automatically assume that they're not going to be eligible when, in fact, they are. In fact, a recent study showed that more than half the population is eligible to donate, but somewhere around 3 to 5% actually do.
0: Wow. And all that information is on your website?
1: Yeah, vitalant.org. It's V-I-T-A-L-A-N-T. And, um, you know, that list of Eligibility requirements does change from time to time as well. The FDA regulates all blood centers, um, and so making sure that the safest possible product is going to patients is what their main concern
0: is. And, and talk about ViTalent a bit, because it's a name we aren't maybe that familiar with, but it's an organization kind of that's combined with others, as you mentioned, but it's an organization we do know a lot about.
1: Yeah, Vitalant is a nonprofit organization, uh, same as Bonfi's Blood Center, which is the name a lot of Coloradans sure. are familiar with, um, you know, going back 75 years here in our state. Um, but there were a dozen or so blood centers around the country that all merged together to help meet those needs of patients whenever and wherever they arise. Um, and so being part of this nationwide network, now we all united under one name back in late 2018 uh, to kind of help, you know, with that unification process. And hopefully that's a name people have come to trust and come to um, be familiar with, no matter where you live in the country.
0: Absolutely. A a question I'm sure people are wanting to know is Vitalent testing donations for COVID antibodies.
1: Yes, um, indefinitely, we are planning to still continue to test those antibodies, um, when you donate blood. And what we are doing with that information is obviously letting the donors know um, if they come back positive or negative. Some donors who never realized that they were exposed to COVID found out indeed they, you know, were asymptomatic. Um, and others, um, anyone who does have their blood test positive for antibodies, Vitalant can produce convalescent plasma from that donation. And so the red blood cells from their donation can go to help regular patient needs. But then if the antibody is positive, that plasma can be used to go treat COVID patients in the hospital. And that is, uh, trials are continuing to see how effective that is in helping COVID patients recover. Um, recently, we had here in Denver a um, convalescent plasma recipient who we were able to introduce to his two donors oh. and he you know he admits he's not a doctor but he swears by the convalescent plasma as being the thing that really helped turn him around in the hospital he um, was um you know, they were just short of putting him on a ventilator. Oh, and boy. Decided uh, we were going to try this convalescent plasma treatment. He agreed, and the next day he felt better almost immediately.
0: So, you might be having this plasma or carrying it, and you could be donating it to help somebody just like that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really easy. You know, it's just like any other blood donation, but then once we do the testing and determine if you meet the qualifications for that plasma to go to a COVID patient. It's just one more way that you're helping save lives.
0: Right, exactly. Liz Lambert, communications manager of iTalent. How about like I've had both my COVID shots? Can I still donate?
1: Yes. In fact, um, if you've had the vaccine, you're you cannot um, your convalescent plasma. If you're if you test positive for antibodies, having had the vaccine. It's a little bit different than if you've actually had COVID, so your plasma wouldn't necessarily go to help a COVID patient, but those blood products are needed to help all of these everyday needs that are going on every day, and the vaccine doesn't stop you from giving blood. There's uh, currently not an approved vaccine that requires a waiting period for donating
0: blood. Well, that's good to know. And I bet are there got to be other types of donations, aren't there, besides the ones we're just talking about right now?
1: Right. Most people are familiar with whole blood donation. If you go to a blood drive, that's often uh, the main uh, blood donation type happening. Um, But depending on your blood type and uh, the needs of patients at the time, uh, you may be asked, especially in our donation centers, to try a different donation type. And so there is what's called apheresis. And instead of the quick sit down for five minutes and... um, you come away with a bag of blood. Um, the apheresis machines take a little bit longer time, uh, anywhere from 40 minutes to two hours, depending on the procedure. But that in that amount of time, you can then donate uh, for a double red procedure. You could donate two units of red blood cells and the remaining components, the platelets and the plasma, can be returned back to your body along with some saline to help you feel a little bit better. Um, and then you can um, make sure that you're helping patients who need specifically red blood cells. Uh, Another type of donation we talk about a lot is platelet donation. Yes. Um, And those donors are helping um, because when you give whole blood, you are not able to donate very much of the platelets. But a specific platelet donation, you can donate enough to help one or more patients in one sitting, and then your red blood cells and plasma return to you um, so that you're able to donate more of that specific component um, all at one time.
0: Well, you never hear about any of that kind of a donation. So like, come on in, give a bag of blood. Thanks very much. That sounds really big time.
1: Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different ways to help patients in different ways, and a lot of times we don't get the chance to sit down and talk about the, the specifics and really get into the, the details like this, but um, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to talk about the, the different kinds of donations. Sure. And, and again, it depends on your blood type. Um, type O, for example, is um, one of the most needed blood types when it comes to red blood cells because O negative is the universal donor and O positive can help almost as many patients when there's not time to test a sure. donor a patient's uh, blood type in an emergency. Wow. Um, and so a type O donor, for example, may be asked to give a double red donation in certain circumstances, whereas an A-positive donor, for example, might be more um, inclined and uh, asked to give a platelet donation because while their red blood cells are more um, plentiful, there are a lot of A-positive donors, they can't help as many patients as an O-donor with the red blood cells, but their platelets can be used almost universally.
0: Well, that's crazy. So a lot of people think, oh, I don't know if I could do that. It sounds like too much for me. What's the donation process like?
1: And again, when you come in and donate whole blood, we ask you to allow about an hour, and that's from the registration at the beginning to the snacks at the end. The actual donation itself is about five to ten minutes and so it's a very easy process our staff is really well trained everyone goes through the same training Um, All the phlebotomists, um, it's like an 11-week program, so that you get that consistent feeling every time you come in. And so when you come in and register, you'll fill out a questionnaire and some paperwork, and then you're going to be led to the donation chair. They're going to get you comfortable. They're going to mark your arm, check where your vein is, and make sure that everything's looking good. And then they're going to proceed with the process and talk you through it. And before you know it, you're done. And so <laughs> that's when you go to the canteen, have some cookies, sit down, make sure you're feeling okay before you head out for the rest of your day. So it's it's really simple. And, again, the uh, platelets and the other types of apheresis procedures, you know, those do take a little bit longer of your time. But it's the same kind of process. You come in, fill out your paperwork get set up in the chair, they get you going, and then before you know it, you're on your way for the day.
0: That sounds great. Now, a lot of people have been trying to help out. They've been blessed and are healthy and maybe want to help others. Uh, Where do they find donation centers for Vitalant, blood drives? Is that all on the website?
1: Yeah, everything is updated frequently on the website, vitalant.org. There's also a phone number, 877-25-VITAL. In the Denver metro area, there are donation centers in Boulder, Lowry, uh, Denver West, Westminster, Parker, Highlands Ranch, and the southwest Littleton area near Lakewood. Uh, so there are plenty of opportunities. Um, again you know even if you can't donate yourself there's the opportunity to um, host a blood drive perhaps Uh, maybe you have a a large gymnasium that you can't use for other purposes right now but appropriately spaced you could host a blood drive perfect so there's lots of ways to help
0: well liz lambert communications manager by talent thanks for that information you out there listening if you can help out you got the information to do it. Let's get on board. And you never know, you might save somebody's life by just giving a little bit of your blood. Let's keep up the good work. And thanks for being on Mile High Magazine. Thank you so much. And come back soon and give us an update on what is going on. It's uh, Murphy Houston. Hang on now. We'll be right back with more information.